Hello, you guys, and welcome to We're Potting This Together. Um, it's the podcast where we guide you through your favorite or not so favorite Disney Channel original movies. Thanks for listening. I'm Lori. I'm Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sammy. You paused too long, man. You lost your moment. <laughs> I did. I don't know why I paused. I forgot who I was. When, like, honestly, <laughs> I space out you doing the intro because it doesn't change. And so I heard a pause and I was like, oh, this is my turn. Wait, he never said his name. All right, you guys, we have another special episode. Today is another show off. And we're taking a look at Boy Meets World. Which is about an adolescent named Corey Matthews who grows up and faces problems with friends, family, and school. Josh hasn't seen this before. Whoa, way to just throw it. <laughs> it's it's kind of like 10 Things I Hate About You, which there's an episode on eventually, in which it's just, I'm not upset you haven't seen it. I just don't know how that happened. Um, I've, all, like, I've seen bits and pieces of it. Obviously, like, it was everywhere. But I've never, like, sat down and watched a whole episode. The only thing that really bothered me was the laugh track. Yeah. And especially, like, I was listening on headphones, and it's just, like, in your face. There's a laugh track. Yeah. So, this is... <laughs> <laughs> this show went on for quite a while, right? It did. Seven seasons. I remember the finale being a big deal. Oh, God. Even just thinking about Mr. Feeney, Sammy sent me a picture from it earlier, and, like, just looking at it, like, I told my coworkers you sent me that, and we're all like, oh, my God, no, you don't do that to a person. <laughs> and then we show... talked about... He was on an episode of Grey's Anatomy, and his character died, and it was devastating. I imagine. No, the show uh, Boy Meets World will make you cry over and over again. It's such a heartwarming show. The characters grow on you, and then they always, they tackled, like, serious life issues, and they always did it in a really good way uh as opposed to its horrendous follow-up girl meets world don't watch it it's not good god i kind of got like a hint of frazier (laughs) (laughs) like the humor a little bit i guess i could see that i thought you were gonna go with wonder years which is funny since this is actually the main character in wonder years brother plays Corey, and actually um not oh I can't remember it's something Savage. Fred Savage in, is Wonder Years and yeah he makes a cameo in this show eventually as two. He does it's in season six I believe. He plays a teacher at the college they go to. Mm-hmm. And doesn't Topanga have a second with him or something? He hits on Topanga hardcore. He ends up like in her dorm room alone with her and she's very uncomfortable. I, mean, I think Corey punches him. Oh, I bet that was therapeutic, little brother revenge, where he's like, it's, for, yeah. it's in the script, man, I can't <laughs> Um, So the connection to this, it's not technically a Disney Channel show, but it's ABC, which is like the parent company, or owned by Disney or whatever. But then also, eventually in the college years, we meet, Sean has a half-brother named Jack, who is played by Matthew Lawrence, who had like a three-second spot in horse sense. So. Yes. It's connected. <laughs> Yes, Loosely. exactly. That's quite a reach around, but okay. Uh, reach I believe they... is not the word I think you wanted to use. I think that is a dirty word. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I wanted to use. I also think they aired this show on the Disney Channel at some point. 
Yeah, it's, oh, in, it's in syndication there. Yes. <laughs> Please stop the laugh track, ma'am. All right, so let's get into the episode. It starts with uh, Corey at, in school. He's getting a candy bar from the vending machine, and Mr. Feeney's like, that's a, doesn't your mom feed you a better breakfast in the morning? And Corey's like, yeah, but it's disgusting. And just makes me think that Corey's mom is a total decom mom because she makes like healthy foods and yeah so he asks if he doesn't get a better breakfast and then he says and then Corey responds with like something about shoving astronaut food down his face mm-hmm. and then mr finney says shove it up okay hold on hold no- on it's mr finney yeah, that's never going to happen. You guys, I don't know the names of anyone. There's a taupe, top and taupe tapioca. <laughs> oh my god. She's not even in this episode. <laughs> See, Eric has is like, Mr. Feeny, Mr. Feeny. It's like a whole thing. Uh-huh. The laugh track was blocking it out. I'm sorry. So they were like saying this whole thing at the beginning. Like the whole astronaut thing. Like they were saying it really fast. And it seemed like they understood what they were saying to each other, but I could not make those words into actual words. I don't know what the astronaut, because all he was doing was drinking coffee. So is that like something astronauts do? I don't know. That was Well, no, like after that, like when they're talking to like the kid who's like that weird kid in the pilot. They're like something, something monologue, blah, 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 monologue. Yeah, I didn't know what was happening there either. Okay. Oh, I know. Oh, Josh knows something. Enlighten us. I think they were talking about late night TV shows. Oh, okay. Like the monologues. So how late did you stay up? And he's like, you would be like David Letterman. It comes on at like, what, 11? Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you made it past David Letterman, oh, you were up to like 1230, dude. That makes sense. That makes sense. So wait, that the random kid that was eating breakfast with them. We never see him again? No, it's kind of no. like, do you remember Good Morning, Miss Bliss? It was okay, the prelude was like, to Saved by the Bell. Yes. Um, so there's like three kids on that who are, so it's Screech, Zach, and then this girl, and then this guy character, and they, they never show up again, and they're never acknowledged as like ex-best friends of Zach Morris. Oh. And so that happens a lot in like the beginning of shows. Like, I mean, I guess that's oh, kind yeah. of two separate shows, but in this one, like... Kids just disappear. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I think it happened a lot in sitcoms in the 90s that, like, the pilot episode, they're still getting their footing, so, like, they play around with characters that never appear again. Um, but also, Boy Meets World is not well known for its continuity. No. Okay. It has issues constantly. It seemed like an episodic show. It I is. feel like, yeah, it's episodic, but, like, the characters aren't as episodic almost like if that makes sense yeah i kind of yeah the first season is pretty episodic but as it goes on like it's consistently you can drop in you can watch any episode and pretty much know what's happening but the characters do consistently develop over time so they're doing romeo and juliet reenactments in Mr. Finley's class. Oh my god, now he's doing it on purpose. It's not funny, Mr. Finney is a, he's, I think he could be above Brink. Is it because you're into old guys? Okay, uh, <laughs> hold on. First of all, <laughs> Mr. Feeney is never, literal perfection. I could never think of Mr. Feeney like that. He's like, 
dream daddy, but not in a sexual way. <laughs> He's like dream granddaddy. <laughs> but not in a sexual way. I'm so confused. <laughs> like, I need him to be my mentor, but not sexually. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. He's like he's like Tim Gunn. I'm sorry I went there. I don't know. He got left there with his salad. Okay, by his sister. That was his sister? Yes, did you not watch the end of the episode? I thought I did. There was, like, the credits rolled, and then there was a scene after the credits. And it was uh, Mr. Feeney talking to Evelyn, which was the teacher lady that he was (sighs) Mm -hmm. having lunch with. He asked her if she'd like to get dinner sometime, and he was like... I'm an excellent cook. Just recently, I made this great salad for me and my sister, but my sister had to cancel last minute. Um, and then Corey looked like he shares a look uh-huh. with Corey, and Corey's like, wait, that was your sister? And he was like, yeah, surprise, bitch. Corey being a little asshole, but creative, but also the most 90s thing ever. He's listening to a radio, like, up. okay, I did this, though, with, like, iPods and stuff. Like, you could, like, put them in through your shirt, so you could, like listen to stuff in the hallways at school but he was doing it with an fm tra- not fm transmitter just a normal <laughs> fm radio so he could listen to the baseball game which like i feel like this is a recurring thing i think it happened in ferris bueller where he like went to a baseball game when he ditched sc- is that a thing that happens during school days that was my question i was like what game is he listening there's an episode of hey arnold also where they uh, yeah they skip school and go to a baseball game I guess it it happens. I feel like there's like a hundred baseball games in a season or something. Like it's more than other sports. So it was probably Corey's really into baseball in the early seasons. It kind of falls off of his character later on, but in the early seasons, that's his deal is baseball. Mister Feeney busts him and like gives him attention. Okay. <gasps> his headphones looked exactly like Apple earpods. They did AirPods. Yeah, except they had cords. Like, Whoa. This show is way ahead of its time. Well, because, like, it at this time, so ahead of its time, any of the headphones I had were, like, the discs with, like, the black foam around them that were garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember when electronics weren't allowed in school? Like, if you were caught with your flip phone, like, the teachers had drawers of flip phones, mm-hmm. headphones. Well, I want to say I never got caught, but I'm still friends with a few of my teachers from high school, and I feel like they heard me saying that. They'd be like, we knew. We knew you were texting in your purse. Everybody was texting in their purse. T9. That's true. Yeah. (laughs) I wonder what it's like now. A lot of teachers uh, make you put your phone in, like, a basket at the start of class, and they'll, like, lock them in their desk until the end. My best friend teaches 11th grade. I could ask her what she does about phones. What I'm thinking of was, like, you... At one point, it was even disallowed in hallways. You could not be seen with a phone. They changed that to where, like, during break time, you could use it. Yeah, I remember that, yeah, too. It was it was weird. Then I was, when he was, like, uh, he mentioned, like, sixth grade and how he's 11 or something. And I was like, whoa, where was I at that time? Like, what did my life look like? And was it anything like this? And it kind of was. Like, it was that... I, Maybe not sixth grade as much as seventh, but for me, it was like that awkward transition to like preteen. Yeah, preteen. You're kind of high school, but you're not. Kim, my friend, who is a an eleventh grade teacher now, says that at 
their school, they have red time and green time. And red time means no phones. If a teacher sees it, they're allowed to take it and either hold on to it for the period or turn it into the assistant principal's office, where a parent has to pay $15 to pick it up. And she's still typing. Oh, and green time is when they're allowed to use it, but for instructional purposes only, which we know means oh, free-for-all. This is real-time teacher updates? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is... This is friend, we're friend of the a show friend right now. What's the drama in this episode? What is going on between Corey and his brother? Well, Corey and his brother had tickets to go to a baseball game. I assume the Phillies. And Eric gets a hot date with a lady girl and mm-hmm. decides to take her instead. And it really hurts Corey's feelings. Josh, as a younger sibling, did this sort of thing happen to you? Mm. I guess you're more uh, like older sibling also. I can't also. remember. I think it kind of did, though. Where I would be excited for, it'd be someone's birthday party. And you're like, I'm so excited for their birthday. It's at Champions Fun Center. And you go, and then they're there with all their older friends, and they can't play with you. And then you just like... Oh. Sammy, as an older sibling, did you ever do this? <laughs> uh, probably. And it probably stood out to my brother more than it did to me because I was an asshole little teenage punk. So <laughs> I don't know if my sisters remember this, but there was like one time I set up and like, we're going to watch like a movie I really like. And I like set up a bunch of snacks and stuff. And it's going to be like a special like let's hang out day because I was probably like 14, 15 at the time. And... I just started dating a boy and he ended up calling me like right when we started the movie and I was like, I'll be right back. And then proceeded to not be in the living room the entire movie. <laughs> and I still feel oh like super guilty about it because I remember like my parents were like, you chose your friends over your sisters because they didn't know I had a boyfriend or anything. Uh-huh. And like, I just still, I'm like, cause like my sisters were like, they're like, they didn't want to tell you, but they're so sad. I was like, oh my God. crap. They could have been like nine and seven at the time. So like, yeah. Aww. Okay, but do we think... I, I, I think that Corey is a little bit justified in being upset about this. I think they're both justified. Like, uh, the dad brought up later, like, that Eric bought the ticket so, like, he can do what he wants. And, like, but it also seems like this is a girl that Eric had had a crush on for a while because as soon as he, like, came downstairs, his mom was like, oh, my God, she said yes. So it seems like he's been, like, yeah. into this girl and it finally paid off. He gets to take her yeah. to this game. Yeah, I can see, like, Eric was definitely in the wrong having promised his brother those tickets and then taking it back. I think that's kind of, that's really shitty, and Corey is justified in feeling that way. But also, I can see where Eric's coming from. If you're, like, really into someone and, like, you finally, like, get to settle on something and you're just, like, all other plans just immediately leave your brain in that yeah. situation. I, I've been there. Recently, and he said it was the so. only day she had. It would just suck to be like you were promised to go to this game that you're really excited about, and then oh, you're not going. I invited someone else. Oh, we forgot. Also, um, Corey has yes. detention from the whole yeah. earbud basketball fiasco. And Mr. Feeney gave this like whole speech about the importance of like love, why they were learning Romeo and Juliet, because. As every high schooler before and after him, he does not understand why Romeo and Juliet is important for them to listen to. 
But also, like, as Mr. Feeney's giving this whole deal about, like, the importance of love and, like, finding that one person, etc. Mm-hmm. Corey's like, can't you remember I'm only 11? I think Romeo was, like, 16 mm-hmm. Juliet was 14 or somewhere around there. I re- that part stood out to me. I, and, like, everyone laughed. <laughs> <laughs> In a laugh track. <laughs> but, but I was like, oh, interesting. Like, I wonder where they're going to take it with this. And I thought they were going to use, like, the Romeo and Juliet. What's the opposite? What's not parody it, but, like. Oh, where it, like, it, yeah. like an like an oh, allegory, where it, like. Yeah, an allegory. It, a like a B-plot that runs houses. parallel. Yeah. Yeah, I thought they were going to do that, but they, they didn't, which I'm kind of glad they, that would have ended poorly. I actually, I thought they were going to do, like, a clueless situation. They were going to, like, set him up for for Liv. Uh, So, Corey's really upset about his brother situation, so he decides to run away from home because his his parents won't take his side (laughs) and his brother's being a little bitch. So, Corey, (laughs) I love his parents. I also... You guys know I don't like kids. I especially don't like child actors. But Morgan, <gasps> but his sister. little sister, is oh. just a gem. She's a little ball of wisdom. She's, She's like, like baby like, girl. Spoiler alert, Feeney. but I've been watching. I've watched like six episodes today already. And Morgan is just like the star of every episode. It's so great. Aww. And it's a shame because she only lasts through, I think, season two or three. And then she disappears for a whole season and comes back. Yeah, she's a she's ca- she's oh, recast weird. as a different actress. I'm sure they didn't do that on this show, but on Roseanne it was really funny mm-hmm. because they swapped Becky's a couple of times, like the blonde daughter on that show. And then at one point, like they come back and they're like, "Wow, you look really familiar!" And like they use like different ones and that like they really play with it because both actresses are old enough to like come back and just kind of like tease the audience because like at this point. We had Boy Meets World recast the sister. Fresh Prince of Bel Air mm-hmm. recast Aunt Viv like a season in. Uh, Boy Meets World made a made a joke about it when Morgan came back. I don't think they joked about her being different, but they joked about her being missing because she was gone for a whole season. So they were yeah. like, "Morgan, haven't seen you in a while." She's yeah. like, "Yeah, I've been playing in the treehouse or something." Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it was more clever than that, but. So Corey decides to uh, live in the treehouse, during which he sees directly into Mr. Fennel's uh, dining Jesus room. Jesus Christ. It's not even, like, it's disrespectful is what it is. You could do it. Call Corey, like, Steve oh, or like Coriander, Corey but don't fuck with oh. Feeny Man. Okay, Coriander crashes uh, <laughs> uh, this, Thank this you. beautiful little dinner date. Of salad, mostly leaves, lettuce, or uh, spinach. I I couldn't tell. He crashes uh, Mr. Feeney's lovely dinner, but he finds out that um, his date never came. This scene was devastating, but then also right before, like, what should have been a commercial break, the camera pans back to Corey, who's, like, looking at this, (laughs) and he takes, like, the biggest bite out of, like, a pork chop or something, and it was super funny. She came up there. She crawled up the treehouse and was like, "This we made too much. Uh, if you want some, you can have it. She's like, we'll be renting out your room. Did you guys ever try to, like, 
run away when you were kids? I feel like we've talked about this I did. Previous yeah, I, 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 I ran away to the garage. It was a very Corey situation. <laughs> I hid under my bed and left them a note, and then they didn't find the note, so I just, like, came out and gave them the note and then hid again. <laughs> I think, like, I had specifically told my parents, I am running away, and they're like, okay, cool. But it was basically, my, my parents were Corey's parents, and I was Corey. So they were like, okay, whatever, and I went to the garage, and they never came to check on me, and I was just like, so I went back in the house, and I was like, are you guys not upset? And they're like, no, you were in the garage. We, you're fine. I mean, at least I actually left the house. <laughs> I would like bike down the street, and I'd be like, I'm going, I'm leaving. And then I'd get like maybe three blocks away, and then be like, they probably didn't know I left. I should probably let them know. And then I'd just go home, and I'd be too tired, and I'd eat dinner. <laughs> At one point, Corey's, like, getting clothes or something from his bedroom, and his mom walks in. She's like, who are you, and why do you have my son's underwear? She's <laughs> like, it can't be my son. He doesn't live here anymore. But they make jokes about renting out his bedroom to some other kid. I was worried that this was going to be too full house seeming. They joked about it, too. They made, yeah, they made a full house joke. He's like, I don't I understand like, okay, the emotional okay. complexities of Romeo and Juliet. I barely understand the emotional complexities of Full House. And the sister's like, I understand it. Hilarious. It was so great. No, this show is this show is phenomenal. It's way better than Full House. It's not like the wholesome family fun of Full House. It's It gets nitty and gets gritty. I think it speaks a lot to how real or how heartfelt this show is. Mm-hmm. That you watch it and you're like, can imagine yourself in these situations or like imagine other people you care about, like as the characters in this show. Yeah, the characters were very relatable and they stay that way, even though like they change. Eric is a totally different character later on. They they change, but they're constantly like, you can see real people in them. Was this part of TGIF? I remember like. I think so. Yeah, because it was like this show, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Step by Step, Family Matters, like all of those shows I just remember yeah. purposely watching. I would watch all of those if they were on TV constantly. Oh. No, it wasn't part of TGIF. Uh, Perfect Strangers, huh. Full House, Family Matters, Step by Step, and Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I feel like it was later because yeah. I don't remember any of those except Family Man- Matters. Family Man? <laughs> Family Man. <laughs> Okay, let's see. There's there's a lineup history here. Here we go. Yes, uh, in 9798. Okay. Uh, from like 1996 through 2000 to 2000, it was boy meet, like some combination of Boy Meets World, Sabrina, uh, Family Matters, Two of a Kind with the Olsen twins. Do you guys remember yes, that? Yes, <laughs> I loved it. I had dolls of them in that show. That's so great. I totally forgot about that show. Can we can we do an episode of two of I, I think we should, after we get done with all of our decoms in like seven years, when we stop getting distracted by TV shows and such, we should do a Mary-Kate and Ashley podcast. I would oh, yeah. love that so much. Minus Full House. Minus Full House. Let's be clear. Uh, excuse me? What's okay. Full House? Okay, mister. I can't say Mr. Feeney's name right because I'm a disrespectful asshole. You don't get to talk shit on us not like in Full House. I think Mr. Felt is a great man. <sighs> it's 
It's just a, a an unusual name. I'm sorry. Let's see. What's next? Oh, so Corey goes to detention, and there's this really hilarious scene where he tells Feeney that it's ridiculous and he's just going to leave. And Feeney just doesn't say anything. He's like, all right, I'm leaving. And Feeney's just like, okay, whatever. And Corey just, like, walks out the door. And then he comes back in, like, I don't get it. <laughs> it was so <laughs> like funny. he knows. <laughs> he can't just leave. And then I, Corey starts talking about how love, like, he's like, why is love so great? Like, all it's done is left you, like, alone and you know, Romeo and Juliet are willing to kill each other. Why is it such a good thing? He gave the best little speech about how Corey's parents loved each other so much and blah, blah, blah. I can't be as eloquent as Mr. Feeney here. He says but something about love is love is the greatest aspiration. And it was like, so good. Basically, Corey, you exist because two people loved each other. And like, I get to see mm-hmm. your family and your family's strong because it's a family. And that's a thing because of love. And like, I'm just like, oh, Mr. Feeney. Yeah. The, and the worst part is knowing Feeney has kind of a tragic backstory in his own life. His wife no passed spoilers. away. Oh, Did you just fine. spoil? Well, it's not really like there's like there's an episode where Corey and Sean crash Feeney's uh, like cabin in the mountains and they they find his diary and it talks about oh, no. his wife and how much he loved her. And I, I cry in that episode. I cry in every episode of Boy oh Meets World. That sounds like a lot. It is. I, Mr. Feeney drops a lot of truth here. And a lot of, and he even the words he uses are pretty like elevated level of speech. Gosh, I love it that the, like, the, the hot guy, cool man, teenager, he's a teenager to be clear. Um, <laughs> it's like the bumbling now mess. Into younger. Corey moves Corey. back home. <laughs> he moves back home. Uh, of course, his family accept- accepts him. No, he's like, I know it'll take away from your rent income, but I hope you'll have me back. And his dad's like, uh, it'll be a financial blow. <laughs> and like Corey's being such a drama queen in this episode, where he's like, somebody please care that I've left the school or the house or anything. But I feel like he, <laughs> there's like a little tinge of honesty where he's like, you guys even want me back? <laughs> and then he has the most adorable scene with his little sister Morgan, where they oh have tea gosh. together, and it's so cute. Mom's like, it's time for bed, and he's like, can't we just finish our tea? She's like, sugar, milk. Ketchup? Ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one moment where he's like, I I don't even know what my life is right now, so yeah, I'm having tea. No matter he had this like really sweet moment with his sister where he's like, No matter what happens, even if like you feel like I don't want to spend time with you, I do because I love you. Um and then like we talked about before, uh Feeney Gets to ask that haughty teacher he was talking to before on a date and explains that it was a sister, not like a romantic love, which makes the whole the moment where he's like, your family exists because of love, etc. Like even more good because like it was his sister that he's like hanging out with and having dinner with. And then like Corey had tea with the sister and it's all full circle. So Josh, now that you've actually seen Boy Meets World, what do you think? Um, I was really worried that this would just be a sappy, you know, feel-goody TV Overly show. Overly cheesy. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it started out that way and I was worried. But by the end, I was like, okay, I get it. Like, these are important life lessons and they're teaching them in a way that's real and honest. And I feel like I could do with some life lessons. Yeah, I think that's the my main beef with Girl Meets World is that they try to do the life lessons in a very forced way that Boy Meets World did naturally. Boy Meets World was always so seamless with the way everything had had like a a meaning to it. And Girl Meets yeah. World it'll just be like, and this is why you don't appropriate culture. And it's like, that's I don't Ew. like this. I don't like this Stop. at all. My issue with Girl Meets World, um, I think it was like in the first episode, you meet the basically the it's like about the girl and then like the boy who like she has a crush on or whatever, he's from Texas and he says he's from Austin mm-hmm. and then he's like there's a bunch of jokes about how he's from the middle of like bum fuck nowhere and he's like, I don't know what a car is, we don't have those and like you can't just pick a city in Texas, like Make up a name. Pick a, a, yeah. a town that's in the middle of nowhere. You can't say Austin, Texas. People know what that is. There's a, there's a, an episode where they all go to his his ranch in Austin, and I'm like, first of all, there's no ranches in Austin. Girl meets world. Just don't watch Girl Meets World. First of it's all, it's not worth it. I like. I really wanted to watch it because I was like, oh my god, we get to go back to this world. Corey's here. Topanga's there. Like. I really wanted to watch it, too. And I kept I watched it for like a solid two seasons because they kept bringing in like cameo characters from the original series. And I just I wish they would do an adult boy meets world, but like man meets world or something. That sounds even more pornographic. (laughs) But if we had if we had done if they had done a follow up where it just follows Corey and his adult life, that would have been better. But Sean and his half-brother or something, because, like, Corey's married, mm-hmm. so it's kind of limited, I guess, but, like, I don't know what the end game with Sean. Does he marry Angela? I can't remember. No, there's... It actually made me super uncomfortable because it's, like, it's not Sean's character at all, but Angela comes back and wants Sean's permission to get married Gross. to somebody else. It w- It made me so uncomfortable. Okay, what was the intro to this show? They changed it. They changed it for syndication. Like in syndication, they had it's boy me twelve. They it changed them, like, it. No, that's that's just a later season. Like yeah, they, but they they ended it. up they ended up using that for like all of the episodes though. Oh really? Yeah, because I don't. Huh. I remember this, There's... but like I'd only see this one sometimes. The first like it was interesting. The first three seasons have like this style of opening i think seasons two and three they change up like the scenes that are in it but it's this style of opening and then season four they do the one where they like get in the car that's like four and five and then six and seven they have the the one where they're like walking down the sidewalk all like buddy buddy so that was this episode of podding it together lessons learned mr feeney is still Still makes me want to cry like a bitch baby. Mr. Feeney is Bay. We learned Joss is kind of an asshole about beloved characters. Mm -hmm. It's not the same when I don't know who they are. Uh, It's it's disrespectful. There's actually, there's an episode where they spell, they're like, somebody (laughs) 
hacks into the like newspaper room or something and they change his name to Mr. <laughs> Weenie and it becomes like the whole thing. <laughs> oh my gosh, that sounds great. It and everybody was like, that's so disrespectful. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of We're Potting This Together. If you have any questions, comments, or memories of your favorite Disney Channel original movie, you can find us on social media or email us at pottingthistogether at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to subscribe or leave us a review. Later!